0: Rise up, go get your healing. healing. Amen, amen. We're reading from Isaiah 61, verses one through four. We're reading out of the uh, Amplified Classic and it reads as such in our hearing. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings, of good news, to the meek, the poor, and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captivities and the opening of the prison doors. He has sent me to 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 open up the eyes of those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord in the year of his favor, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all those who mourn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion and to give them an Ornament, a garland, a diadem of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment expressive of praise instead of a heavy burden and falling spirit, that they may be called the oak of righteousness. Lofty, strong, magnificent, distinguished for uprightness, justice, and right standing with God. Turn to your neighbor and say, He's talking about you. He's talking about you. You are the planning of the Lord. The planning of the Lord. He has planted you that you that he may be glorified. Hallelujah. And you shall rebuild the ancient ruins. They shall rise up the former desolation and renew the ruined cities and the devastation of many generations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Rise up and get your healing. Father, even now as we... Contemplate these verses that you have laid before us to preach. Father, I pray that you allow the word to become so clear. Allow me to just be a voice, an instrument in which your spirit flows through. Paint the picture, Lord. Move Tracy out the way and speak to us speak to us speak to us holy spirit even now have your way amen i approached this verse with some intimidation one of the reasons why i approach this verse with some intimidation is because this is actually the verse i was called from I was called from it as Jesus quotes it out of Luke 4.18. I've been in ministry somewhat over 35 years. And I I think I'm just now really beginning to understand the niche of my calling, the niche of this verse. Um, I've always studied it. I've always went back and asked God, Lord, Lord, why are you sending me through such stuff? Why am I doing counseling on this level? Why have I been through all this? And and really the truth of the matter is it was so I would be able to walk in this, understand this, and that the ministry would be birthed through. I, I really don't even think I have really tapped into it yet. I really think that, that, that God has just got me on the edge of, of where he's taking me and what he's going to do because, because my understanding. Let me explain. There's some things God show you you can't tell nobody yet. And when he first shows it to you, it's not meant for you to walk in it yet, but he's giving you a picture of the future of what he has for you, but you got to go through hell and high water to get there. (laughs) Too many times what happens is God shows us something and we go running out. Just because he shows you and says, I have anointed you, don't mean you've been appointed to enter into it yet. The anointing and the appointment is two different things. You may get anointed for ministry, but that doesn't mean you run out and do ministry. Because until God breaks you, till God takes you through hell and back, till God teaches you, you can't handle the weight of where He's taking you. So so even now, as I look at this and I have asked God, Lord, Is it now that you want me to deal with this? I feel like God is saying, just deal with the level of what you see. Deal with the level of what you know. This, 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 the the night of my calling into ministry, uh, my life has been just strange. If, If you want to say that it is extreme, yeah. I lived on the edge of extreme all the way, all the way live. Okay, but also the way God had dealt with me is on an extreme level. For me, the, the spiritual world have always been open. I seen demons. I have seen, seen them. My, it's, someone told me they. This is what they said. They said, "Tracy, their shadow is darker than dark." And when they said that, I knew that person seen what I seen that the silhouette of them is darker than dark, that in darkness you still see them because their silhouette is darker than dark. <laughs> but I had learned to deal with that. I was studying the word. I was, I was before God. I, mean, I had no dream of being in ministry. I would sleep with the Bible up under my pillow because I didn't know what attacks would come at me and I wanted the word available to me. This particular night, I thought I turned the light off. Did you know God would turn your light on? (laughs) And my Bible fell out of the bed, and as I went to pick it up, my finger slid between the pages, and the pages fell open, and the anointing of God fell on me. and And these words came up out of this, I have anointed you to preach the gospel. I cried. I mean... I, I don't want to be no preacher. Never dreamed of being a preacher. I said, well, I can barely talk. Preach. All the stuff I have done, all the stuff, Lord, me. Now, nah, Lord, you, you need to go get somebody else. But, you know, when you're already broken, you don't tell the Lord what you're going to do. You say yes to what he's going to do. The next night, I got on my knees crying. I said, Lord, I, I really don't want to do it, but, but if you say, show me another sign. As I was, was on my knees praying, something dropped in the middle of my forehead, and I wiped my hand. It was water. It was oil. And the Lord said, I'm anointing you. I'm anointing you. Whether you know it or not, all of us been anointed for something. If you are a child of God, there's something that God has worked for you in his kingdom and it behoove you to say yes to him and not no. Y'all with me? Can I go a little bit deeper? You've been created to do something for him. But many times, a lot of us, we act like that God been anointed to do something for us. God is not in the business of answering our prayers and making us happy. God created you for a purpose, with a calling. And let me just be real honest with you, that that, that many of us still got too much of us in the way. To, to walk in what God has for us because self messed stuff up. Don't, don't tell me all God wants you to do is come get saved and you're okay. No, no he wants you to walk into the next level, then the next level. And you know, one, I think that one of the saddest things in heaven is going to be when God show us what we should have been, but because we kept on playing around, <clears throat> the night that the before the night God showed me did that he showed me a vision and in this vision I, I really just in the last few years began to understand what that vision meant I saw it was horrible I saw thousands of people, and they looked like they was in Africa, they was in India, they was hungry, they were, they were, they were like parasites in their stomach, they were naked, they were they was wretched, they were miserable, the sun was shining, it was thrown in their eyes, and they were stooped down, and this rock, this boulder was hovering inches over their head. They was in bondage. What he showed me is what he's talking about here. You know what the secret is? You know what? He wasn't showing me the people of the world. He was showing me the church. It's possible to be saved and not delivered. (laughs) It's possible to know Jesus as your Savior, but don't know him as your Lord. You want to know why there's so much mess in the church? Because our souls are leading our spirit. And instead of following Jesus, we're still dealing with all this. Can I prove it to you? Revelation chapter 3. Let me explain something about the first first three chapters of Revelation. Revelation. He's dealing with the seven churches, but not only is he dealing with the seven churches, he is dealing with the church age throughout times. Which means that during the times of the church age, after Jesus left and they set up the church, there are the church age begins. And watch this, and each era of the church age dealt with different attitudes. The last church that we're going to look at is the church of Laodicea. If, if this is true, the church of Laodicea is the attitude of the church before Jesus comes and takes the church off the face of the earth. You know he's coming back. And you know he's coming soon. We don't know when. but But, but if that is true, and if we are the last church age, before he comes, and we don't know if that means 100 years, we don't know if that means a 1,000 years, we don't know if that means tomorrow. Then this explains what the, what's it? not the world, but the attitude of his, of his children are. Look at this with me. The angel of the church, I'm going to see it, that's the pastor angel. He said, and these things says the amen. In case you don't know, the amen is Jesus. (laughs) Because he is what is true. Look what it says. And the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. And it doesn't mean that he's created. That means he's the one who spoke creation into existence. You understand that? Jesus is the one. Okay? Jesus spoke it. When you read in Genesis, he says, let there be. That's Jesus, the word of God, speaking creation into existence. All things was created by him for him to his glory. Don't ever think that Jesus is a created being. Before he was Beth, born in Bethlehem, he already was. He just wrapped himself up in human flesh and became one of us to do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. He is God. Don't, don't ever mistake Jesus as not being God. He, he's part of the Godhead. And thank God we needed God to become like us because we couldn't do it ourselves. Hallelujah. But since he, said, he says, I know your works. And that you are neither cold or hot. Wait a minute. If you read this, it it sounds like that that cold or hot, what he's talking about, our personal relationship with him. Anybody can be churchy. But where are you in your relationship with him? You know, how can I say this? come to church every Sunday and still miss him. He said, I want you, I wish, I, I desire, I want you to be hot after me. Well, I says, and, and, and if you can't be hot, I at least wish you was cold. Now that don't make sense, does it? Except for one thing. Look what he's saying. I listen to what he's saying. He said, He said, the problem is you think you're okay when you're not. He said, being in between is worse than being at the outer So Hold on, hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. Can I explain? He said, it's better to know that you're out of fellowship than to think you have good fellowship and you don't. You know, you know, if you know you're out of fellowship, you know you got a problem and you need to get back in fellowship. You know, when you know, but, but when you don't know and you think you're okay, you got a problem. <laughs> you know what he's saying to the church? He says that the attitude of the church is going to be they think they're okay. They think they're pleasing me. They think I'm impressed. They think they're doing something. (laughs) How far from me. Matter of fact, they're having church without me. And they done had a good time. And they didn't know I didn't walk in because they ain't talking about me. They're having a good time and and, and they don't even know that they're not even, I'm not even on their mind. Let's go on. (laughs) So then, because you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, and you gotta understand in the Greek, because because we change things because we provoke in it what we want, which I will spew you out of your mouth. The real context of this. You make me sick at my stomach. Your unresponsiveness to me, your unrealness to me, the relationship, I have poured everything into you, and that's all you're going to give me back? You know, love will make you sick. Love that's not given back can, can make you physically ill. That's what we're talking about here. Because we're talking about relationship with Him. Next verse. He said, Because you say, watch well, it, and this is, look what he said. He said, Because you say, now this is the people talking. I'm rich, I have wealth. I have needed nothing. And I said, and you do not know. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is, is that many times we have fooled ourselves. We are more worried about what people think than what God thinks. So watch this. So we begin to act churchy. And we think if we do the actions of church, we're okay. You know, you know what God is looking at as we sing, as I preach? You know, God is not listening to my word. You know he's listening to? My heart. He's going to see, am, am I listening to his word? Am I hearing what he's saying to me? And before I say anything, it, listen, listen, it got to it come through me. The effectiveness of preaching is that my spirit is vibrating. My soul is vibrating. Because you can write a good sermon and not be touched by it. How do you explain preachers who live in any type of way and they appear every Sunday in big churches. And when it comes out, they say, how? He was so anointed." Don't ever count the gifts. You can be gifted and still jacked up. You can know what to do and still be jacked up. You know, listen, listen, listen. It, at some point, we got to get along with God. At some point, we got to say, Lord, Lord, show me me. Show me me. Because, you know, you know, it's easy to talk about other people. Oh, it's easy. But let's go to Luke 13. Luke 13, I think, is an illustration of what I'm trying to picture. Because in Luke 13, is the woman who comes in with the, the spirit of infirmity. She's bent over, and Jesus says she's been bent over for 18 years. You know, her outward condition was really an example of the Pharisees' inward condition. It's amazing how the Bible sets things up, and there's always a deeper meaning, and what he is is parallel. He is paralleling this woman coming in so bent down that she can't look up. Matter of fact, without her telling Jesus, Jesus already knows she's been in this situation for 18 years. My question is, how did he know she'd been in this situation for 18 years? He knows everything about us. He knows what we've been dealing with. He knows how many years, he knows how many days, he knows how many months. You know, nothing goes. Your situation, does not go unnoticed. Hallelujah! Matter of fact, he's in your situation with you. Hallelujah! Now, now what's amazing to me is that even though she's been over, she don't quit coming to church. If that was us, we were allowed the talk of people to get us from our blessing. Can, can I use you, ma'am? See, see, we see hers on the outside, but guess what? All of us got something. Broken-hearted, talked about, abused rejected see hers was on the outside but we're talking about inside bent over and what happens is many times we, we dress up on the outside thinking nobody sees that we're bent over on the inside so we fake it and We fake it and act like I'm okay, you okay. So the church becomes we okay club. Then we find somebody who don't look okay and we put our lips on them. See, when you put your lips on people, you're stepping up on their neck to make yourself look taller. But the truth of the matter is, gossip brings you down. And if you listen to gossip, it brings you down. See, see, when you are on your purpose, you don't got time to talk about other folks. And you realize they may be better off than you are. All these tags are things that happen to somebody attached to him. And watch this. And we wear things that not even us. We got mama issues, daddy issues, issue issues. (laughs) We got issues on top of issues on top of. But yeah, we 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 we. You know we okay. You okay? I'm okay. We okay? we're the okay club yeah hallelujah we okay and the Lord is saying since they okay I might as well go sit down someplace, cause don't nobody need me it's funny what's this it says what's it? it's not the, the, the message Bible says arthritis they trying to tone the tune of it uh uh-uh. uh a spirit of infirmity, which means that Satan had her been over and there wasn't really anything wrong. Something has attached itself to her that kept her. It wasn't hers. What has attached itself to you and made you think it was you? Because all of us have dealt with that. Listen, it took God three and a half to four years working with me by myself before he let me come into the public. I was out of church, devouring the Bible, because God had to rip some stuff off of me that I have allowed to attach to me. I kind of think, God, I don't have church memories. Because cause, cause when I came back to Jesus, it wasn't about church fellowship. It was all about him. Yes, Sometimes, knowing church can get in your way of knowing Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's this? 18 years, y'all. Now, hold on. She's bent over. She can't look up. You know the crowd is talking about her. You know, sometimes you got to not answer your critics. Don't worry about them. You gotta make up your mind that you coming to get what you need. You, you gotta you got close your ears to relatives and everybody else. Listen, everybody don't mean you good in the church. They definitely don't mean you're good on the outside. So you gotta push your way through. Listen, how can I say this? Be careful because when you are greatly anointed, Satan threw everything at you at your childhood. Some of us, the reason why things were so hard, because Satan was trying to get you down in your thinking. So you won't rise up to be what God has called you to be. Listen, as long as you thank you all this, you would never be free to be what's in you. What would what, what happen to make you think that way about yourself? I suffered with self-hate for years. I lived on the edge. Almost destroyed me. What are you living with? See, if Satan got us here, doesn't matter what's in our spirit, you're still going to be a soul Christian living out of thoughts that is messing you up. He said, I came to heal the broken heart. I came to set the captivity in our thinking, set you free. I came to get you at liberty. I came to take away the ashes and give you a DNA of beauty. Don't you see the beauty I got in you? Be careful, because everybody don't want to see you walking your freedom. Family and the church, you got to understand. That when you begin to walk in freedom, you got to leave people. You can't hang around. You know, the folks that came with you can't go with you. If they want to stay in their mess, but God is calling you higher, you got to walk away from. It's like, I love you, but I can't. uh uh-uh, No. No. I saw a guy the other day. Know him from Madisonville. Talk to him in the streets. And we was talking. He was in Rosemont. He was at the store. I said, man, how you doing? He said, man, I'm doing good. Got a job and everything. I said, I haven't seen you in Madisonville. I said, you had to get away, didn't you? He said, man, I had to get away. Yes, this guy that was gang leaders that I know that was out there in the street. They, they accepted Christ with me. Had to get out of Madisonville. Had to get away from their environment, from their family. Had, to get away because, because folks keep talking the same thing they keep bringing the same and, and you say no I done not I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't do that no more yes. 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 be careful who you allow to speak into your spirit Some people you can't help but be around. But ask God to cover me, Lord. Don't don't let me get into this negativity. Let me don't get, it, Lord, because, Lord, you are God. And it's going to hurt me. I got destiny waiting on me. Touch your neck and say, you got destiny? You got destiny waiting on you? You got destiny? Listen, Satan tells you you don't. And anything that tells you you don't is a lie from hell. It's a lie, and for us as Christians, you gotta understand that's his only thing he got. He don't have power over you. He got a lie over you, and if he can keep us befundled in our thinking, if he can keep us wrapped up in what don't belong to us, let's go. She could no way rise herself. You know what this is telling me it takes the power of God to get you up out of your mess. Yes. Yes. As long as we keep on trying, No, there it was no way. We we'll keep on. Until the place, until you begin to compromise your thinking. Young man was dealing with homosexuality and homosexuality And he kept on saying, you know, I'm trying. He got frustrated with the struggle because he was trying to change it. Now he carries a sign saying God is queer. You see, when you try to overcome something in your own power, you will submit to it and say, I was I can't do any different. Listen, you might have been born that way in your soul, but in your spirit, you're not that. If you're born again, you got a born-again spirit, and that's made after Christ. So, so, so listen, listen, all of us is, is something in, in born. All of us is born with a bent. Your bent may be different than my bent, but, but you ought to give your bent to Jesus And let the Spirit of God flow up in you like a well of water so He can change you. Okay, next verse. Watch this, watch this. I'm going, I don't want to be here all day, so come on. But when Jesus saw her, He called. You know what's so amazing to me? She hasn't said a word. You know what's so amazing to me? You know, otherwise they, they said, "What do you want?" And he said, "Lord, I want you to heal me." She hasn't said a word. <laughs> otherwise, he said, "According to your faith, we haven't heard a word from her. Just the fact—let let me, let me, let me show you why. This is what I believe. I believe she was praising God in her bent state." Come here, come in. You young, no, come on. I don't want you to have back problems. We'll be all right, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Okay, okay. Can you praise God before he changes it? Can you praise God before you see anything happen? See, see, the reason why God didn't have to say nothing, she was already doing what it takes to get his attention. Hold on, there was other people that needed healing too. But he didn't call them out, he called her out because he heard her spirit praising him without saying anything. The problem with us, we're holding back our praise and God is saying, until you open up your mouth and praise me, you don't got my attention. If you're going to act like you're okay, then I'm going to let you think you're okay. But if you can praise me in your bent state, if you can praise me in your broken state, if you can look to me and say, I thank you anyhow, Lord. I praise you. See, some of us, we haven't opened our mouths in years. And we would get more and we say more. You know, sometimes you got to quit complaining. And just say, Lord, I thank you. I praise you. Lord, I know you're going to change things. I don't know when. But because you're God. What's this? You don't understand this? But my sis, she's already rising up in her spirit. Did you know something? The shift happens in your spirit before it happens in the, in the physical world somebody didn't catch that if there's going to be a shift in your life you must change it spiritually you must do something different spiritually you must focus on him spiritually you must lift him up spiritually now, now what y'all didn't understand what's this and when he touched her, he said, thou art loose of your infirmity." And the next one, look what it says. When he laid hands on her, the Bible said, she, she straightened up. The, the message Bible said, she stood up tall and started praising God. You know what? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. She was praising God bent down. Y'all got that? So since he said, since you trust me like that, let's see what I can get out of you by lifting you up. (laughs) Don't tell me God won't lift you up. Don't tell me God won't change your situation. Don't tell me that God won't come see about you. See, this thing is about faith, y'all. Yes, it is. Anybody can play church. Faith makes you do what you don't want to do, but you do it because you know you need him. Faith makes you be quiet when you want to cuss somebody out because you don't want to mess up your blessing. Faith makes you do what's right when other folks are doing wrong because you got a seed in the ground. Has anybody got a seed in the ground? Anybody got a seed? Listen, you don't want to go dig up your seed. So what you do, you praise God in the midst of. Yes. Yes. Y'all see that? Hold on. We're almost done. Now, hold on. The power of God has just been demonstrated. The presence of God is all in the place. Let's go to the next verse. But the religious, but the rumors of the synagogue answered, we in the nation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. A miracle just been worked. The power of God has just been demonstrated. Their sister has just been delivered. And as folks, man. Can I talk to you for a minute? Everybody don't want to see you walk in your blessing. Everybody don't want to see you walk in your purpose. Listen, listen. Can I be honest with you? Being anointed brings trouble because there's some folks who's not willing to do what it takes to get anointed, don't want you to be anointed. Matter of fact, family sometimes will be your biggest critics. See, 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 when you, when you begin to walk and you begin to not act like them, not cuss like them, not gossip like them, not do what they do, and you begin to get busy for the law. They, they feel like who you think you are, you're a holy roller. Well, what break about this chain? Listen, 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 you cannot afford to answer your critics. You do what God leads you to do and how can I say this? And, and, and if people get mad at you, you let them get mad at you listen, listen, listen. God's been too good to us to, to, to care about what people have to say about you. You know, I, you know, I realized a long time ago, matter of fact, not too many fellas who, who I grew up with is running with me no more. Matter of fact, ain't, ain't too many, not many of them at all. You know why? I had to leave them. In order to get where God had for me, I left them where they were. I talked to them, I witnessed to them, but since they didn't want to come with me, guess what? Nice knowing you, love you, praying for you, but hey! That goes for family. Hey, what's this? What's this, what's this? And Jesus, because Jesus healed, people will get technical with you and miss what God is doing. There's always gonna be naysayers. Don't let the naysayers stop you. Let me let me hold on. Let me let me show. Can I can can I let's put this back? That's this. Lift up your arms again. Watch this. Put them down first. Well, you stepping on my robe, man. Get off my robe, man. Who or what are you allowing? to close you with what is not yours. Negative feelings, negative thoughts, and all that. If you are a child of God, that's not yours. Most of the talk we do is not biblical talk. Our thinking is not biblical. You got to change your mind. Watch what happens. Watch what happens when he start lifting his hands. Watch why he got his hands up and Satan trying to put something on you. It won't stick. You gotta open your mouth, listen, and nobody can do it for you. You gotta do it for yourself it's time to get up and rise up and be who we are in Christ. But it it begins with raising your hands, looking to your healer. looking to the one that made you, the one that knows everything about you, the one that kept you. Satan may have done it to destroy you, but God made it to make you stronger. You can't tell me that God can't take you through. And once he brings you through, that your faith isn't stronger. Oh, 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 some of the strongest people, the people who've been through hell and back, and you can't tell them that God isn't able because they know what God has done. They know that God brought them through. They know that God made a way. They know that God kept them in the right mind. They know they know. Listen, we got a choice. God has an exchange program. He wants to take away your crying. He wants to take away your brokenheartedness. He wants to take away your captivity. He wants to give you joy on the inside. Is there anybody got joy? I'm not talking about just on Sunday morning. I'm talking about throughout the week you praising Him. Throughout the week you say hallelujah. Throughout the week you say thank you. Oh, it begins here. And it stirs up your spirit. Listen, one person in the whole crowd got what she came for. Jesus, the creator of all the earth, is there. And they're they're fussing. They missed the whole thing. You would think praise would have broke out. And instead of praise breaking out, they got an attitude. Somebody got an attitude sitting here right now. And their healing is right here. And they got an attitude. Amen. Lord, have mercy. How many times have we missed him? How many times has he been willing, ready? And he said, all what you to do is open up your mouth and focus your mind on me. Yeah. Don't worry about folks. Can you imagine her the next Sunday? (laughs) Can you imagine the attitude people got? Now she thinks she's something. I am something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, now now she said, I know who healed me. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know what? When Jesus does it, you don't have to be ashamed about it. When Jesus does it, you you strut your stuff. When Jesus does it, you wear that thing. Say, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Matter of fact, you need to tell your neighbor, rise up and get your blessing. He got a blessing with your name on it. Rise up and get your blessing. His name, his name, his name, his name. You don't have. But once you got it, you don't have to fake it. And if you don't got it, faking it don't work. But when you got it, you don't even know you got it. It just shines. There's something about the presence of the Lord that changes the atmosphere. Mm. somebody don't know where you are today but the Lord got a blessing